Yellow. Gosh, all hemlock, it's the Gritty Mythos Podcast, a very unorganized podcast where we talk about gaming, movie shows, and everything in between. I'm Josh. You are Josh. We're here to talk about many things, but it, I would be remiss or amiss, depending on what day of the week it is, to not offer the opportunity to open today with a Mass Effect Minute on behalf of the special weekend that you're having. Mass Effect Minute, he says. We're gonna we're gonna give you a uh, Splinter Cell thirty seconds, uh, half a minute. I don't I don't even have enough content to fill thirty seconds, so a minute should be yeah. Like a gold mine I don't you. believe you it. See, I don't believe you, it. Anyway, you look so disres- you, you I feel like you, you get so dis- you feel so disrespected when it's Mass Effect minute. Well, it's Mass Effect like hour is- now. That you, I'm just kidding. Wow. So, okay. Anyway, um, yeah, the remaster's good. I'm liking it. Uh, there's some bugs. Which is normal. They they fixed some of the bugs from the original trilogy, and some new ones have been introduced. Some people are having like all kinds of issues that I'm just not like. Some people are saying that the shooting is impossible on mouse and keyboard because of mouse acceleration, but it like if you aim at all, if you hold right click to aim, like you would hold one trigger to aim in any other game, that it it doesn't become a problem anymore. So I guess they're just trying to hit fire all the time. I don't know. And then I was going to say, is that is that mostly on PC or is that console as well? The shooting fun stuff. PC only. It's most of the complaints I've seen have been on the PC port, which there are mm. some questionable decisions on it. Not like in the game, but like the stuff around the game, like the the settings menu, the graphical menu isn't as extensive as it should be. It's kind of just what they had before. And some people are pretty upset that they can't tweak things like you could in like any other game that comes out in the last five years. So. It's whatever. The game looks incredible, so there's that. Mm. Um, there's a lot less, like, there's just some graphical, like, I'm not even talking about the quality of the graphics in the original Mass Effect 1, but there were just some things that um, looked a bit wonky, like when ships were flying around, and they, they kind of moved unnaturally, what you'd think a ship would, like, it. they fixed a lot of that stuff. Just, you know, old 2000s graphical jank they fixed a lot of that so it looks a lot better and it also plays a lot like they they the sound effects for the guns in two and three are mostly consistent in the originals um but the for the game the the first game had way different sounds for the guns and how they played um because when they made the changes in two they just kept those changes into three so what they did was they made sound effect changes in one in this remaster to kind of streamline it all and it definitely it sounds better, it plays better, looks better. Um, I'm still on the first game, so I can't talk about the other two how if they're better at all. But I'm liking the first does one. Does it taste? Does it taste better? Can't tell you that. Okay. Well, uh, well, you should you should be you should be grateful as that was Mass Effect three or four minutes. Um, <laughs> I know, I, think, I know, I know. I, think... I don't sound as enthusiastic <laughs> as you probably expected me to. Um, it's not. No. I'm just tired, but I. Because yeah. I, I stayed up a little later playing it last night to like twelve thirty or something. I've been 12:30, going twelve thirty. You devil. Yeah. Well, if this was before I had gotten my job, I'd been up. I still wouldn't have gone to bed yet. But yikes! I'm an adult working man now, so I don't have the choice. I I just got so tired I had to go to bed. But no, I'm well, I'm, I'm sleep, enjoying it. Sleep is good. You're rested up. You're full of Mass Effect, and you're full of the hopes and dreams that you aspire to aim for. And I'm rambling, but we we have a greater purpose for today. One last thing, you should definitely still oh. you should definitely still play it. I think, and this isn't me being biased. This is like objectively, I think it'll be more down your alley with the changes. 
I think anyone who's on the list, I think anyone who's willing, who's trying to decide if to give it a chance, I think you should with these changes. It, it's definitely worth it. All right. What's, what's actually on our agenda, Josh? We have, we have an agenda, but before we do that, I want to give you one, one guess uh, to guess what's in the styrofoam comp that I'm drinking out of. Just, just to guess. Uh, well, it's too early for alcohol. Uh, wow, you really think you really think that of me? No, I think that no one would drink. Do you think what you're drinking alcohol at nine? <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere, and it's chocolate milk. But anyway, oh, um, so you're still we, on we, that we, chocolate we, milk we, kick? <laughs> <laughs> Just let me have my moment. So we had the, the lovely idea, and, and 100 original idea. I don't think anyone else has ever done this. I think this is new Never. territory. Um, even for us, uh, to to list out, uh, hopefully five because I have five of our top nostalgic or nostalgia fueled games of our of our past and of our, if we can say childhood because I know that we're still relatively young. At least I like to think so. Um, disclaimer for me: so with my lists, I, I tried to stick with games uh, before 2010. Yeah, like mine. Nice well, now that I think about it, even my honorable mentions, they're all pre 2010. So. Cool. And, and with that, just because they are on my nostalgia list, it doesn't mean that I know every little detail or history behind it. So I'm not a fraud. I just like happy feelings. And these games remind me of happy feelings. Back when I used to have happy feelings. Oh, they're all gone now? <laughs> all gone now. But we have an honorable mentions list. Uh, we'll, we'll breeze through them. And then when we get to the main list, we'll go back and forth. That sound good? Yeah, yeah. I do have a few things to say about my honorable mentions, but not much. I'll, I'll leave the big thoughts for the top ones. You go first. Honorable mentions, drum roll. All right. Drum roll uh, honorable mentions. So I think the first one I'm going to talk about is Star Wars Podracer. Um, hmm. I think the biggest thought I'll say on that one is that it was the first video game I ever remember playing because um, I was four years old when I got it with the N64, and it was the first game I put in and played because it said Star Wars, and I was a Star Wars fan even at four. So I put that in. I played it. It was fun. Um, it was way too hard for a four-year-old, too fast, and I crashed <laughs> a lot. Um, do you just want me to go through my whole list of mentions first? Yeah, just breeze through them. Okay, then a game called uh, well, I don't game called Pokemon Emerald. Do you know what that is? I was a big Pokemon kid growing um, up, so um, I'm aware of Pokemon. Emerald was the one that all my friends had, and we played it, and it was like the first like adventure game I played, I guess, because at the time every other game you played was like linear shooters or platformers or whatever or, or fighting games whatever party games but this is the first like adventure where you go from town to town and you explore and everything and i got lost a lot because i was a kid i didn't know where i was going um and playing with your friends and battling them and then we all learned how to cheat and that was fun mm. super smash bros the original oh. the actual original oh. one. um i did i've played all of them extensively but the with friends whenever because it's just fun to make people mad by beating them at smash bros but the first one uh, was the first I played, of course, and I still remember the the menu music. It's still stuck in my head to this day. I played it so much, so that was a lot of fun. Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance Two, specifically. Oh, it's a top down, um, button mashing type game, beat 'em up type game with RPG elements set in the in the Dungeons and Dragons universe, which I didn't even know at the time when I played it that it was set in that universe. It was just a fantasy game. I didn't. I didn't either, to be fair. <laughs> you picked your class and you run around and you beat up monsters and you level up and you get skills and you find gear. And it was multiplayer, so me and a buddy would play it. And I played it a lot. 
and it's a really fun game. And apparently, I think I linked this to you, but they're making another one. They have Dark Alliance oh. Two came out on the PS2. That's how long ago it was, and they're finally remaking a new one. And I think it's a reboot. I'm not entirely sure. And then the last one on my list, Star Wars Empire at War, um, mm. RTS game. You would mostly space. There was land battles, but it was predominantly about the space battle. That you you could just summon in ships, and you have star destroyers, and they're shooting at each other, and yes, and like each ship had specific points on it that you could target with. So like you could destroy all the weapons on someone's ship, but not completely kill them. It was just very <laughs> like. Of all the movie games that exist, Star Wars seems to get the best quality I've seen. Where they actually put mm-hmm. a lot of work into it. It's not just like this movie came out, let's make a game. But anyway, those are my honorable mentions. That's good. Was that three? How many did you say? I said five. In oh, five minutes. Five? In five minutes. Oh goodness. I can that's, go back. I, no, I might I... go back towards the end and, and talk about one or two of them later a little bit more detail if we have time, but Sure. Just a brief sure. rundown. Well I'll Yep, yep, yep. I'll blast through these and then we can hit the uh the big boys. Um, so this one kinda I I'm just gonna say it counts even though it's twenty eleven. Um, Skyrim. Because I feel like that's a I feel like that's a safe thing to say. Um I don't think there's a moment where uh any person that is hopefully listening doesn't at least uh, at least think about Tamriel at one point during the day and then just sigh with a sweet longing of return to a place that they've never actually been. Skyrim's fun. It just is. It is fun. It is fun. So that's up there. A lot of good memories there. I still, I think the last time I've, I've played it within the past six months. But uh, number two, Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoon. Ooh, Sly Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a buddy who may or may not still listen to this, um, who introduced me to Sly Cooper years and years and years ago. I can't remember if it was the first one or the second one, but um, great art style, fun little gameplay loop. I think... If my memory serves me correctly, uh, so you play it as freaking Sly Cooper, who's a raccoon. You have a turtle friend. Uh, there's a hippo. It's a it's just a weird, fun time. Um, and I think the second game, it wasn't necessarily open world, but there were open areas to kind of just open the map up a little bit. And that's kind of what I have the most memories of of that one. But um, so Sly Cooper, uh, number three, Assassin's Creed 2. two, two thousand nine specifically, two, specifically, specifically two. Uh, because, uh, as we all know, or at least hope we know set in Italy and the lovely world of, of, of that, um, a lot of good memories of climbing the buildings and, uh, the double blades and, uh, yeah, just, it, it, you know, it was a improvement on the first game for sure. And we weren't in Israel or wherever the first one was set. I can't remember. Um, was it Israel? I have no idea. Hmm. I played Number all the four. I played all those games, but it was not extensive. Long time. That's okay. Uh, Number four, Republic Commando, Star Wars Republic Commando, two thousand five. I I had messaged you and asked you if you had any uh, Star Wars games on your list because I didn't want to I didn't want to overdo it. I was trying to think outside of the box, and uh, but I figured that was a a worthy inclusion as they just put out like a what a revamped version of it or what what was the specific something thing? like that yeah ports for the new consoles i think they made some changes too it's on the switch you can you can shoot the droids on the switch it's very um, very difficult game all right so i have no, i have two of them for number five uh you pick one or two and i'll decide which one's one or two both we have time no okay uh sniper elite 2005 mm. you ever played sniper elite i played the older ones i haven't played any of the newer ones 
Yeah, so this one, I believe, was still in World War II. Um, and I, as I was putting this list together, I, I Googled some images of some of the other games just to kind of refresh my memory on the vibe. And this one, uh, first sniper late in 2005, uh, it was interesting because you're obviously a sniper mm-hmm. and you're in world war two and you're like in like the open, you're like in open streets of Germany for the most part, I believe. So like, there's not really like hiding in trees or in a freaking tree house or something, but like you're taking out targets like in the middle of the street. So that's pretty cool. That's fun. Um, and then number six, I cheated, uh, Lord of the Rings Conquest, which I think we've talked about somewhat recently. Love that game. Love it. It's, a good, it's Star it's Wars good Battlefront, time. but with orcs and wizards yeah. and, and, and uh, yeah, the Eye of Death. I can't believe I just said Eye of Death. I'm going to log off. We'll do this again next week. <laughs> Eye of Death says the guy who's also read every single bit of Tolkien I know. Lore. What's, my, what's my problem? I think I just need to go back to bed. All right. Honorable mentions. They're lovely. What, what do you have to say to that before we hit the big old list there? Yeah, I mean, these games, a lot of them also meant, I mean, there's very little difference in the value to me between them and the ones in my top five. They're all so close, like these 10 sure. games are all, but but I think the ones I picked are more important, so. Well, I, I, I can't wait to hear. Why don't, uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, okay. Luigi's Mansion, actually. Oh, so, wow. Is it haunt, Haunted Mansion or Mansion? Well, just Luigi's Mansion, but yeah, it's a, it's a. Nintendo's take on a horror game. It it was okay. as a kid it was spooky. It it won't give you that vibe now. I mean it's it's a it's a good vibe game though. So yeah. for just uh to put us back in in the time frame of when it came out 2001, the GameCube had just oh. released, right? What's Nintendo known for? What's their flagship character? It's Mario. Right? Yes. They released their console Instead of making a Mario game at launch, they made a Luigi game, and everyone was like, "What are you, What are you doing?" And it's not a platformer; it's this weird game where you're sucking up ghosts, like yeah, with a vacuum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like something. it's like Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, it was such a good game. You go from door to door, you're solving puzzles, you're sucking up ghosts, you have to learn how to beat them, and you're collecting treasure. And it's it's not too long; it's like an eight hour game, I think, seven eight. So I mean, you can beat it in like a day if you're really determined. And it's just a good game. The graphics were amazing at the time. I mean, the jump the the jump between the N sixty four and GameCube was massive. And there's only like right. the GameCube came out in two thousand one. Jeez, like that long ago, and it looked that good. So anyway, it's just such a good no, game. That's good spooky vibes. I I brought up yeah, spooky vibes. I brought up the uh, the cover for it, and uh, I I I know of at least one person who was listening to this that I think will remember this as well, but. The only time that I've played Luigi's Mansion mm-hmm. was at uh, one of our hometown McDonald's when they still had those little gaming stations set up. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? They had yeah, a Luigi's yeah. Mansion so for some reason, They had Luigi's Mansion, and so that was there. And so that's that's very quaint, and I, I, I forgot that. about those the McDonald's GameCube setups, man. They yeah, had man. one at mine, and we had Pikmin, if you've heard of that game. Yes, we yes. Control the Little Flower People, which I played a lot of yep. that, but... I never owned it until way later, so but it's fun. No, nope, that's good. That's good. Your um, turn. Allow me. Yep. Allow me. Allow me. Allow me. Allow me. I'm, I'm interested if you know this. Uh, 2006 Rogue Trooper. I gotta look. Do you remember this? this? I gotta look this up. The uh, Blue Army Men. I'll oh. pause. Wait. Hold on. Oh, Blue Army Men specifically. Yeah. That's what I said. Did I not say that? No, I know. I'm just saying I completely forgot about this game. Yeah, dude. So as I was as I was putting my list together, I didn't fully realize. Uh, 
So it, Rogue Trooper is a it's a science fiction uh, comic strip. Um, I, I can't remember if it was titled 2000 AD or if, if that was like the the uh, publisher or whatever, but uh, created by uh, Jerry Finley Day and Dave Gibbons in 1981. It follows the adventures of Rogue, a genetic infantryman, a genetically engineered blue-skinned super soldier, and his three comrades as they search for a traitor general. And so I'm not sure if you remember anything by this, but well, side note, I didn't realize that it was based on like a comic strip. I didn't, didn't know that. Um, but one thing about this game is, is so you were, you were rogue and you had your squad of like three other guys, I think it said, and spoilers for 2006's rogue trooper as, as you would progress early on in the missions, your, your team members would die. Like they'd get killed, but you all have like a, uh, for lack of better terms, like a memory chip or whatever in the mm-hmm. back of your neck that you would. So you would take those chips from your fallen teammates and you'd put them on different pieces of your equipment. So like one guy would go on your gun, one guy would go on your helmet, one guy would go on like your, your pack or something. And they would give you different uh, like special abilities and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Crazy world of Rogue Trooper, big tanks, blue blood. What's not to love? <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll stop there. All right, yeah, I completely forgot about that. So, my next game is Star Wars Battlefront. So, I did have another Star mm. Wars game on here. Um, mm. But I don't think anyone's going to uh, fault me for putting Star Wars Battlefront on my list. Uh, specifically, the first one. I know a lot of people prefer the second one, but the first one was the first I played. So, mm. oh, man, it was so good. It's Star Wars. You're running around. Yes, yeah. You're shooting. You're getting in tanks and vehicles, and you're blowing people up, and they're going flying across the map. It's it's just a fun time. And I always played as droids or the rebels, specifically. I never played no clones. I never played as well, except for in the campaign. I never played when I was playing against my friends. I never played as clones or empire because every time I played with my friends, that's what they wanted to play. So I played the opposite, and then I came to appreciate the droids and the rebels. Um, forgive my forgive my memory were the clone wars in the first battlefront and did they not do that until battlefront two? No, they were, they were in the first. Okay. Yep. The first one came out. I think the first one came out around the time that a revenge of the Sith hadn't been released yet, but the first two Mm. movies still had. So it was basically five of the star Wars movies were included. Um, right. So, yeah, but no, it was, it was really cool. And I played, droids a lot as a super battle droid with their wrist rocket and i was really good at that and my my uh my cousin dylan if he's listening or not we can always make fun of them for for this after i would just launch him off cliffs all the time with it and he got mad at me so good memories and you haven't spoken to him until this day no he still comes over to my house all the time what are you, what are you kidding <laughs> that, no, there you go there you go there you go i have i have vague memories of uh seeing like the promotional posters for battlefront 2 in my hometown walmart very vague memories, but nope, it's good. Classics, the yeah, good old, I, good old boys. Yeah, I, and it's not that I don't like Battlefront Two, but I just and it, Battlefront Two would be on this list. I just didn't. That would have been my third Star Wars game and two Battlefront games on the list. So that's the yeah. only reason it's not included. Um, I think I still prefer the first one, but two is still great. I'm not saying I don't like it. Two is still great, and I don't like you. My number two, <laughs> um, Marvel's Rise of the Imperfects, 2005. This, you remember this? That's a game I haven't even heard of. Are you are you serious? Uh, by yeah, the name, let me, let me look at the uh, the cover. Yeah, is this a fighting game? 
This is just a beat. You up. haven't you haven't seen this, man. This is uh, this one is worth a trip down the gaming memory lane for you because you still have a you still have a PlayStation, don't you, or something? One of the older ones. I don't anymore. I will eventually uh, re-get one though. So what is this? Like a three D fighting game? Yeah. So it's so it's three D, and uh, I believe. And again, my my gamer card is on the line. I believe that it is, for lack of better comparison, a Mortal Kombat style uh, story, you know, narrative kind of game where you go from character to character. I mean, and, and so they were like all I, a disgusting amount of the Marvel roster or Marvel hero rosters are included: Captain America, Wolverine, Spider Man, Iron Man. Uh, and then there was a specific group of I'm not sure if you'd call them heroes, but specific heroes. Or anti-heroes called the imperfects that were thrown in as well I th- and i believe that they were created for this game specifically uh but venom's in this magneto is in this uh uh refresh my memory go yeah ghost rider i mean a lot like so many so many characters and it's bizarre i don't even remember how the story went i just remember the feeling of seeing all of these different heroes on screen together and then you know beating the mm-hmm. crap out of them and uh Oh, the thing, yeah, the Fantastic Four is in this, I think, or maybe it's just the thing. I forget. If I was cool, I would have had the whole lineup, but I'm not. So, imperfects. Sounds like a fun time. So, like, I I remember seeing that cover art. So back in the day, I used to go to like what was called Hollywood Video, which was a game rental video rental. I know store. what Hollywood Video is, you turd. Well, I don't know if they had one. I didn't even know oh. it was a franchise, but anyway, it doesn't exist anymore. And I remember going there and seeing all the, and I, you know. You can only rent one game. You got to pick one. So I never picked it, but I will go for my next game. Um, we're getting into yes. the we're getting into the good stuff here. Oh, um, Age of Empires two. Oh, so this is another RTS, but fantasy medieval, not fantasy, just medieval. Um, but this was my first, I think, my first PC game. I think. My first real PC game. I don't remember playing anything before this, aside from like Flash games on the internet or whatever. But this is my first real one. And uh, man, I still remember the settings I would pick every single time playing this game. I would play eight-player match with seven computers. I would put it on the map, oh. the map called Rivers, because every person was then surrounded by a river, and there was like specific choke points you could cross on. So that I would just make that map, put walls up everywhere, and I would just watch the computers kill each other. And I just found that so fun to do every day. And my dad still remembers the sounds of the sword swinging sound or sword clashing sound that you heard constantly throughout the game because I was playing on the family computer in the kitchen. So they would hear it all day. And uh, he hasn't slept yet. And man, Age of Empires 2 is like still being played, still popular. They've re-released it like twice, three times now. And it's like... There's there's still pro players for it, which is ridiculous. Oh. This is a game that came out early 2000s, I think, like 2000, 2001, something like that. Yeah, maybe even, yeah, I think so. So it's like a 21-year-old game, and there's still pro players playing on professional teams, and that's it's ridiculous to me with, like, casters gotta, and thousands of people watching the stream. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Age of Empires. Age of Empires. Here go. Yep, number three, uh, Medal of Honor Rising Sun, 2003. Medal of Honor Rising Sun, I do. I played a lot of that. 
I was going to say, your, your response was a mixed bag, so I'm glad to hear I it. I never owned it, but my friend did, and I played it at his house a lot. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so Rising Sun, and I and I hope... Uh, hang on. Back yep, when Medal um, of Honor was still a, a distinguished uh, franchise? Just, just, just hush, just hush, just hush. <laughs> um, I, a lot of good memories of playing the co-op mm-hmm. version of this with, with brother and some cousins, all that good stuff. Uh, there was a mission called, um, I literally remembered it, but I Googled just to make sure Singapore sling. Um, and you would have, I don't remember what the, what the, the pistol is actually called, but it was, um, hang on, actually, let's go ahead and bring it up for funsies. Um, it is the, yeah, the well rod silence pistol. And it was like you, you you fired a shot and then you had to load in another another round in the chamber, all that kind of stuff. But that was like the gun that you started off with. Um, yeah, so good good memories there. Uh, World War II games back in the day were were something to a marvel to behold, if I may say. Every shooter, pretty getting, much. And now we're getting call. Now we're getting Call of Duty World War II in 2021. So that's great. There's another World War II game coming out for Call of Duty? It's spe- it's speculated, not confirmed, sorry. Well, back in the day, it seemed like every shooter was World War II, and we didn't care. We loved all of them, so. I mean, sure, sure, absolutely. Uh, remember uh, remember, remember uh, Brothers in Arms? I do, I do. A little side note, little side note there. You go ahead, you go ahead, number three, though. All right. Um, another RTS. This is one you've played. Uh, we've talked about this already, and that's uh, Lord of the Rings Battle of Middle-Earth. Mm-hmm. It's Lord of the Rings. It's fun. You can make trolls. You kill each other. The music is great. The campaign is fun. You make trolls. You kill each other. And uh, and then actually, um, aside from all the other games that I've talked about so far, this is probably the first game that I actually played online multiplayer. Um, mm. This is like junior high when I got into it. And what would happen is you'd, you'd log in. The servers weren't very good. And there was like a dedicated fan base even at that point. The game had been out for like five years. There's still a dedicated fan base in the game, and you just play with them. And I'd get wrecked every single time because RTS games, the skill level between noobs and the best players at RTS games is greater than the skill gap in any other genre. Like, it's unreal. I believe you. I believe you. Like, just go watch pro players play StarCraft 2. It's like, it's not even, like, they're not even human. It's ridiculous how fast they play. Gross. Um, so, anyway... I, Middle Earth is awesome. You've played it too, so you can you can understand yep. what like just building Gandalf and running in the middle of thousands <sighs> of enemy orcs, and then clicking the word of power button and watching them all explode. He never did that in the movies, so they made that up for the game. But it was really cool okay. to see. Um, I like it. There was walls. You could put people on the walls. It was so cool. There were walls. <laughs> there were walls. He says. I want, I want, no, to, I want him to remake it. That's what I'll say. I want to remake. Yeah, well, time will tell the things that we hope for and things that we dream of. Uh, was that number three, four? That was four. That was your four. Okay. Um, yep, my four. Uh, 2005's Mercenaries. I played the second one, not the first. Okay. For, uh, 2005 was Mercenaries Playground of Destruction. Um, so it was a third-person shooter. Takes place uh, near in the near future, but uh, you know, 2005's near future. Uh, developed by Pandemic Studios. Uh, 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 wait, no, no, no. It was, yeah, developed by Pandemic, uh, but published through Lucas Arts. Um, so I believe. Let me make sure. Yeah, you were like in North Korea, the area of North Korea. You had to take out 
was it the president or something like that? But you you did you know did a bunch of little contract missions there. You could call in freaking tanks and and vehicles. I believe I don't think that was just the second one, but uh, just one. It was kind of it's kind of what uh, Just Cause is now. I'm the Just Cause games. It was it yep. was it was 2005's Just Cause. I can't remember which one came out first, but you know a lot of lot of explosions, guns, and guy with a mohawk. So a lot of wins there. No, yeah, I love mercen I love mercenaries too, and I assume one is just more of it. So. It's really fun explosions and you and just cause I think you're right I think it's, it's like a spiritual successor, but yeah, rest in peace pandemic man they made some great mm. games they because they also made Battlefront they also made Lord right. of the Rings Conquest I mean mm-hmm. man they made some good games all right so the final game on my list is also Uh-oh. even so I talk a lot about Mass Effect being my favorite franchise but this is oh, probably get off it but this is probably I needed to to do this for context all right I just I just I just I just This is probably my actual favorite game that I'm about to mention here and I don't think I've ever mentioned it to you before uh, I could be wrong we could have talked about it but I'm pretty sure I haven't It's a GameCube game called Custom Robo have you heard of it Custom Robo? Yeah, look it up. Look up so while well, I'm, yep, so I'm talking yep, about yep, it. Yep, yep, yep. This is a game where um, you control. It's like a mech fight, mech fighting game, and you can like customize your mech. Yeah, that's it. So like the picture in the top left is basically what your mech would look like. You get to pick the gun it uses, the bombs, and all that stuff, and the actual body. And you, so you can fully customize them, which is the custom part of it. Um, but it's a, it's it's got a single player campaign and multiplayer where you can battle each other. But it I don't is, think I've ever heard you talk about this. No, it is addictingly fun. Like the combat is so good. Um, like I, oh man, I, one time you come over, I'm gonna launch the game and have you do a, a little battle against the computer, just so you can see what it's like. Oh, no, it's I still own the game. It's so good. The music is amazing, and it was the first game with a campaign story that I was like, well, this is actually well written. You know interesting not that other games didn't have well-written stories at the time but like this right. was the first one where i played that a bunch of effort was put into it and uh oh it's such a good game and it's got like a cult following right it's one of those games that cult following sure. still follows it because they don't make it anymore man just yeah if any of those people are watching you know i know you know yeah. we both know. You, we all we all know yeah someone commented on this video uh that said this would be amazing on the switch so maybe uh maybe there's hope yeah, for the, they, the new future yeah they made a, a sequel for the ds and then that was it like there there were talks about another one being in production but it, nothing ever happened but no everyone who's ever played it which not a lot of people have it's not the most popular mm. game in the world but everyone who's ever played it loves it like it's just one of those games got a cult following so and that is my list I'll go back and talk about that's, my mentions after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. So my my number five, uh, batting down the hatches, uh, is 007 Nightfire. I love Nightfire. Game is awesome. Dude, dude. So yeah, James Bond, he's on a mission to investigate uh, investigate a stolen space weapon, of course, a space weapon platform. Uh, Raphael Drake, who's an industrialist that takes on a job to disarm nuclear missiles, is suspected to secretly using them to start a nuclear holocaust yeah man james bond games early 2000s what a time to be alive and i think that's my Um, favorite one specifically because i played the multiplayer with friends all the time right i pick odd job and throw your hat (laughs) yeah dude well um yeah there's one mission i'm double checking this is what it was 
There was one mission where you were like in a hotel or you were in, I don't think it was a hotel. Um, maybe an office complex or something, but there's, there's one mission specifically that I just, I, I will always remember because it was, I think it was one of the most, the more stealthier missions in that game specifically. Um, but yeah, Nightfire is great. Uh, if I may cheat a second, uh, James Bond from Russia with love. The game is really good. Uh, which one? Never. You're cheating. I am cheating, but this is the end of the list. Uh, every, oh, uh, everything or nothing. Great game as well. So double seven Nightfire. That I believe that was a GameCube exclusive as well, wasn't it? Or was it not? Was that on PlayStation 2? It might have been. Um, I played it on the GameCube. Um, right, so did I. I've only ever played Nightfire and double o- and uh, Goldeneye on the N64. I've only ever played those two. But man, Nightfire, there's like the laser gun in that one. You could pick oh, it up, geez. and if you get hit by it, you're dead instantly. You had to like charge up. It was kind of like the Halo Spartan laser in a way. Ah, oh, yes. And then Oddjob yeah. could throw his hat and was shorter and it was broken because he was hard to hit. And... My my family that I played that with, I, I believe, and feel free to correct me, family. I believe that we used to consider using Oddjob to be cheating because of his razor hat that could be thrown. Yeah. Um, but I guess the argument is, if it's part of the game, then that's not necessarily cheating. But I digress. <laughs> I digress. It's not cheating, but it it's it's getting close. <laughs> it could it can be cheap. How about that? It can be. It, cheap. it was definitely cheap and fun if you were the odd job player. All right, so that that's those are the lists. I feel good about them. Uh, we have more comments. Lay it on me. Slap me with your comments. So specifically, uh, I want to go back and talk about. Um, what was I going to talk about? Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2, which I briefly mentioned in my honorable mentions. That game, uh, played with a friend, and you you quested through it. You you button mashed your way through. You found gear. Um, oh, it's so iconic. The, the music, the sound, the sound effects. And you'd pick your class, right? You'd pick, I'm going to play as this barbarian. I'm going to play as the cleric or whatever. So there were RPG elements, but it was an action game through and through. Like you went through dungeons and stuff. And you would play through the, through a friend, and you've met my friend Tyler, right? Yes. Me and him have since then. We've played through the game, starting on easy through all the difficulties, and you can like, you can take you can beat the game and then import that character into a new game, and keep playing like through a whole new campaign. Sure. And just keep going, but on harder difficulties where there's better loot, because you you have to do that. There's no way you can start on the on the extreme difficulty with a level one character you're just gonna get one shot by the first enemy you see and then but man it's just such a fun game it's such a uh you don't even have to really think you just go around button mash it was a lot of Ah, fun not best not super long but long enough i longer than you would expect for a game like that and then i also wanted to talk about pod racer first game first game i ever played I, i briefly mentioned this already you it's so fast like ridiculous i don't know it was one of the few n64 games i th- that like the fps was frames per second was like 30 or 60 or something oh. which nothing else was at the time and then man it's un- it's uncontrollable like you could go and the copy of it i got because you know all the cartridges on the n64 games stored their own save data it wasn't like on the mm-hmm. so the, whatever copy i got was used and it was fully beaten so i had every pod right, unlocked, right. and there were like the super pods you could unlock at the end that were 
there's not even worth using them. They're too fast. Like you, you literally run into everything, and there's nothing you can do about it. They're impossible to control. But it was so fun. And of course, that's the one I picked right at the beginning because the speed was maxed out, and I was like, I want this one. Mm, sure. Oh, good times. I remember. I remember the the mind, and I can't remember if we mentioned this last time we talked about Pod Racer, but the mind blowing revelation that you could be Sebulba mm-hmm. and, and use his Pod Racer, and what what a time. Yeah, all the pod racers, even though like the ones that only show up for a brief time in the first movie, you know, like the like the one guy who explodes at the start line, you can play as him. Right. <laughs> like they put him yeah. in the game. He's, he lives on. <laughs> and there's all the different tracks, which was really cool. And there's that one where you're flying through space and tunnels and stuff. Man, that was really yeah. cool. Yeah, um, that is really cool. One more honorable mention I wanted to discuss the Pokemon games, right? I don't yes. play them anymore, but man, I played them a ton as a kid. And I don't, I don't think you were a Pokemon kid. I can kind of tell you weren't a Pokemon kid, were you? What is that supposed to mean? I'm right, though, aren't I? <laughs> but uh, n- no, it wasn't. I'll tell you what, really quick. So going off of the McDonald's uh, GameCube setups, they also had, which Pokemon game was it? Was it Arena or something where you were in the arena and you... Coliseum? Which one is that? Coliseum? <sighs> it, it was Hang for the on. GameCube, Keep... right? Yeah. Yeah, there were two ga- GameCube games, two Pokemon GameCube games. There was uh, Colosseum and Gale of Darkness. I played them both. Uh, That's why I remember them. I guess it had to be, I guess it has to be Colosseum. Yeah, there was this like a, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was what it is. They were, Interesting. They were yeah. single player story based games. They had more of a story than like the regular Pokemon games did, which were just go sure. collect Pokemon and beat gyms and win. You know, it was, but I remember those old games. The playing on my on road trips, playing my Game Boy Advance, <sighs> my red Game Boy Advance be- SP, Bega Doritos. Yeah, like going on a road trip, wherever we were driving to, pull out my Game Boy, play some Pokemon. Um, it was just awesome. The last one that I really played was when the Nintendo DS came out. They released a Pokemon game, uh, Diamond, Pearl, and then eventually Platinum. I played Pearl, and I played that a lot with friends. And then I just kind of grew out, grew out of the series. I tried the later ones, but I don't know. They, they're they just... When you're a kid, you don't notice the same this stuff, but it definitely seemed too simplistic for me, for sure. If there's any diehard Pokemon fans watching this, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to offend your franchise, but... You're always trying to offend everyone. That's not Mass Effect. That's not true. As we enter the final <laughs> stretch of this lovely episode, let's let's uh, let's let's go out with a bang. Why don't you pick? Uh, why don't you pick uh, two or three out of the honorable mentions in your main list of of games you wish you could experience for the first time there with fresh eyes? You have no knowledge. This is the first time. What 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 is it? What comes to mind? Fresh eyes. Um, definitely the custom robo, which I talked about. Okay, um, right on. I think that one, because the story was so good, and like there's this big revelation and twist towards the end, like at the climax of the story, there you learn something that oh man, it was so good, like just the the I remember like, wow, I did not see that coming, you know, even as a kid, mm. first time I really noticed that, that one for sure. Um, I don't know if any of these other games I would want to redo because I would lose all the memories that I have with them. I understand what you're going for, like being able to see them fresh and play it fresh again. I we've talked enough about Mass Effect, but that is something I would want to do for the first time. Oh my god! I think I think for games for me, 
I like to do for story-based games, games with not a ton of replayability. I would say I would rather see those for the first time. But games like Battle for Middle Earth, like RTS games, those are designed to be played more than once. You know, they're not like story-based games. They don't have a campaign. You, they do, but that's not the point. Um, so I think, yeah, I think Custom Robo, and actually, this is a little bit off your question, but another honorable mention that didn't quite make it, also on the Game Boy. Uh, this is something that my brother Chris also played. It was like the only Game Boy game he remembered liking. It's called Advanced Wars. I have you heard think of it? I know that. Yeah, hang on, keep going. I'm pretty sure you might have played it. It's um, like you, you, the whole map is like this grid, and you, you move p- your guys around. You take turns moving your this? guys around. Yes, yes, that. Oh, it's not what, not at all what I thought it was, but like uh, you'd, you'd have okay. you'd have tanks, you'd have um, soldiers, you'd have rocket troopers, whatever, and you'd move them around one at a time, and then you'd end your turn, and then they would move all their pieces, kind of like you're playing a board game, but on the Game Boy. Mm, and, 2001. Yeah, so like you'd move your 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 tank next to their tank, and then you'd do the attack, and then they would play an animation of the tank shooting at each other, and they had like health points and all that. Really, really fun game. There was some strategy involved. Of course, my strategy was just build the biggest tank as fast as many of them as I could, and you could mm. like take enemy bases to get more money per turn, and and you could make the the coolest part about that game was you could make your own maps, right? And the multiplayer for it at the time was, since it was a turn-based game, you only needed one Game Boy to play with your friends, right? You'd take your turn, and then you'd pass the Game Boy off to them, and then they'd take their turn back and forth. So you only needed, you didn't need to get, like, the link cable that the Game Boys had, if you remembered that. Yes. Um, I didn't until just now. Yeah, to play multiplayer on the on the Game Boy Advanced and SP, you needed a link cable. They eventually added this wireless one, but the wireless thing only ever worked with a few games, um, specifically Pokemon. I'm pretty sure not every game allowed it to work. Uh, but this is one of those games. It was, it was Hot Seat, um, and you and you could do it for some computer games too, like Civilization or some other games. I'm not really thinking of. Where you take your turn, then you get up off the computer desk, and someone else sits down. It takes their turn. Take your sweet time. Yeah. So my brother also played it, because um, that that, that game. Good. Well. Go ahead. What? You go ahead. I was just going to say, that was the game that I got with my original Game Boy for my brother, actually, on my sixth birthday. He gave me his old Game Boy and, and that game. And then my parents got me a different game, and uh, which was Pokemon. So that kind of got me into it. It's all my parents' fault, really. I mean, Yeah, really. You should get them on. Get them on. Let them know. Let them know what kind of a job they did. Um well, you did suck the fun out of my question, though, but I'll just end it with Skyrim. I want to do Skyrim all over again, and that's my answer, and that's all I have to say. I said Custom Robo. I answered <laughs> Custom your question. Robo. The rest of my games, the rest of my games are more uh, like the the value is more in their the nostalgia, and I don't know if I would want to redo them. Um, yeah, very noble of you. Very nice. I because I played them all so much. <laughs> I know. I get it. Thousands. Of, I get it. But Skyrim specifically, Skyrim. This gives me an idea. We should do a Skyrim oh, episode no. at some point. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! You want to do it? Oh no! And that's a well, game that know. you can actually talk about for more than just two seconds. What do you so. mean? What I? What? Ouch! <laughs> ouch! All right, we're gonna. Wow. Okay. Well. All right. Well, this is this has been a very offensive episode of the very uh, spectacular Good Amigos podcast. Easily offended. We're on the Spotify. We're on the Apple Podcast. We're on the Amazon. I was gonna say Amazon Music. Amazon podcast, I think. Google podcast? We could be on Amazon Music. 
We make One music. The, yeah. So, with our voices. Well, yeah. With our voices on YouTube as well. We're on the Facebook and Twitter for some reason, but you can find us there and casual updates. And with that, I am offended. Oh.